Hello there. Welcome to the show. Uh, today, a short episode. I'm just going to talk about some ideas, theories, responsible speculation about what we might see in the Acolyte, which just began filming uh, earlier this week, I believe. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator, and welcome to One with the Force, presented by Page Turners. They were not my Star Wars podcast. Okay, folks, The Acolyte just began filming earlier this week. Um, now, those of you who do not know, the Acolyte is a new show, a Star Wars series, being developed, of course, for Disney Plus, uh, which I'm not sure they have the actual release, like when it's going to come out. But the story takes place 100 years before A New Hope. At the end of a time period called the High Republic. The High Republic was an era of great prosperity in the Galactic Republic. The Jedi were at the height of their, their glory, I guess. Now, Lucasfilm has been running an entire series of novels in the higher public. The Acolyte will take place at the tail end of that era. A hundred years before New Hope is when the higher public era ended. Um, so first off, they have confirmed this that the costume design of this show will be taking inspiration from the concept art developed for the High Republic novels and comics, I might add. Um, so the story is it's described as a mystery thriller. in which a, described as a former Padawan, reunites with her master to basically solve a series of murders, only to discover that darker forces are at work. Um, Sounds very interesting to me. Now, we don't really know much about it. Um, the showrunner is Leslie Headland. Leslie Headland is 
the showrunner and creator of a series called Russian Doll. I have not seen Russian Doll, so I don't know. But I heard it was quite good. And Leslie Edland is the uh, showrunner on the accolade. Um, they announced the cast the other day. Um, and those who might be in the know. Uh, Lee Jung Jae from Squid Game will be in it. He played the lead character in Squid Game. Manny Jacinto from The Good Place. Daphne Keen, who was the young Wolverine clone in Logan. As well as in uh, the, the series uh, His Dark Materials. Uh, Dean Charles Chapman from 1917. A couple of the actors from uh, Russian Doll and several others. And the big one, Carrie Ann Moss. Now, who is Carrie Ann Moss? Trinity, the female co-lead in The Matrix. So that's kind of what we got as far as casting. So we know when it's set. We have a basic overview of the story. We have the cast. We do not know what the cast is playing. We do not know what each member of the cast is going to be. Uh, so a couple of ideas. I think that the Acolyte, as a title, seems to imply that the main character will become a Dark Side Acolyte. So just to clarify, the Sith are still in hiding. You know, this is 70 years before the Sith revealed themselves. Uh, Palpatine is probably not even alive. His master, Darth Plagueis, might be alive. Does that mean we'll see him? I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a 60% chance that we do. I don't want to say absolutely. But I think there is a possibility. Uh, we're not sure what species Darth Plagueis is. In canon, I mean. And so thus we don't know how long lived he is. Uh, is it possible that we will see him and his master? Maybe. Maybe Darth Tenebris will be made canon. I don't know. The point is, if they do appear, I don't think they're going to be main characters. The Sith are probably, to my knowledge, or at least to my guess, the Sith are probably pulling the strings. 
but not revealing themselves to the Jedi Order. Now, to clarify, a dark side user is not necessarily a Sith. Sith is merely a sect. Because the dark side is there. And people embracing the dark side probably happens a lot. So it's probably more like dark siders, I suppose you could say. The acolyte seems to imply that this person will become an acolyte of the dark side. Uh, whoever this acolyte is. Um, and I imagine that the Sith are pulling the strings of these dark side users, whether they know it or not. Um, as far as what planets we're going to go to and things like that, I have no idea. Now, some people wondered, and this is a legitimate question, I think, whether this show is going to tie itself into the Skywalker saga more than it should. And what I mean by that is the Skywalker saga is something that a good number of fans want to get away from. And or for them, works because it doesn't tie itself necessarily into the Skywalker saga. So as we move away, as the Acolyte is set 100 years before the movies, I know that there are a number of fans who have expressed concern that it is going to tie itself into the Skywalker saga in a very heavy-handed way. I don't believe that's going to happen, and here's why. If Dave Filoni and John Favreau were running this series, then I would believe that, yes, there'll be a lot of tie-ins. And I need no disrespect to them, because I love The Mandalorian. I love The Book of Boba Fett. They were involved with the Obi-Wan Kenobi series also. Though they were not the showrunners. But those three series, and I don't mean this, and don't take this the wrong way, relied very heavily on the strings that connected it to the larger Skywalker saga. Lots of, not, I don't want to say cameos. I don't like that word. A lot of the appearances by characters from other Star Wars stories. The appearance of Luke Skywalker. And Leia. And other characters of the Skywalker saga. You know, with Andor, it seems quite clear that the showrunner, Tony Gilroy, and he's also a writer, along with his brother, 
are not quite as interested in making those large connections. I do not know what Leslie Headland is going to bring to the Acolyte. My suspicion is that it will not tie heavily into the Skywalker saga. Now, some people are panicking and saying, oh no, we're going to see Yoda. They're tying it into the Skywalker saga. Well, we don't know that we're going to see Yoda. And even if they do, he's on the Jedi High Council. I mean, he's there. It wouldn't be forced because he's there. You know, they would not be forcing Yoda in because if it makes sense for him to show up in the story, he is on the Jedi High Council. It's not something that needs to be tarnished about. Just because a character who appeared in the Skywalker saga appears in this series, that doesn't mean that it's tying itself into the Skywalker saga. So let's all just take a calming breath and de-stress. Yoda is really the only person I could think of. There's also Chewbacca, Jabba the Hutt, and Maz Kanata. Those are characters that probably would be alive. Maybe Dooku as a child. So it's not like there's a lot of characters to connect with. Could some of these characters show up? Yeah. Do I think they will? No. If Darth Plagueis shows up, that's new. That's different. That's not something we've ever seen. So, I don't really have any speculation on the story or the characters yet. But I will say that the odds that the Sith are secretly pulling the strings is quite high. And as far as the tone, to conclude, let's talk about the tone. If you've watched Andor, you will notice that its tone is completely different than The Mandalorian in the Book of Boba Fett. And even Kenobi. Or any of the shows, any of the animated shows. Andor is dark Dower, bleak, definitely not for kids. Now that that formula has worked, I think that the Acolyte could play in a similar sandbox. Uh, it doesn't always need to feel like the other Star Wars things we've gotten. So I suspect that this series might be a little bit more mature. I don't know, but those are my thoughts. So, as we learn more and more information 
about Andor. I may revise some of my speculation. But until then, that's all I got. It's not a lot to go off of. And you know what? I'm okay with being in the dark. I'm okay with not knowing. And one last thing. Lucasfilm has announced many Star Wars projects that have not come to fruition. Creative differences, scheduling problems. I do not want to put on a tinfoil hat and try to guess. And try to make guesses about what the reasons could be. The point is, the Acolytes started filming the other day. And that means it is happening. There was some concern a few months ago that the Acolyte might get the plug pulled on it. As soon as it started filming, that is, as John Campio would say, the tangibilization of the project. It's happening, and I am so excited. What do you think about the Acolyte? Did you even know about it until today? What do you think we might see? Let me know. My name is Brennan Nair. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. Thank you for tuning in to One of the Force. Presented by Page Turners. They were not my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.